Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest is Faust Ruggiero. Did I say that right? Oh, yes, Ruggiero. <laughs> Close, You're good. Ruggiero. <laughs> I'm absolutely notorious for pronouncing names. I do apologize. But he has written a book, The Fix Yourself Handbook, and it presents the ways to actually embrace your own life, a step-by-step program that can transform your life into one that is happy. Remember, happy is a choice. Healthy, purposeful. You find a great deal of joy in that and content. Um, It's the interplay between physical, intellectual, emotional, spiritual aptitudes. The process way of life is 52 internal processes that will help you create a state of eternal balance. As one of the four aptitudes operate together, providing you with a pure, loving energy source that will change your life. Learning to understand and love yourself, to apply your love to others, is the enduring final process the gift of the process of the way of life. I absolutely 100% agree with that. It is a gift. And when you realize that it is a gift, then you truly actually learn how to honor it better, don't you? Welcome to the show, love. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, I think one of the things that kind of has skipped people's attention nowadays, especially in a world of such instant, you know, just download an app, just upload a program, just download this program, this, that, et cetera, that life is a process. And it's one that we have to be willing to interact with, participate in. It isn't something you just download and it automatically happens. You've got to be willing to take the journey. And that's true. You know, when I, uh, started counseling many many years ago that's what i I realized so the next step was okay let's let's identify those processes i you know a lot of people come up with their programs and and they try to teach them but they i think for me what was missing was this step-by-step thing where you okay you present the information now here do these things and if you do these things if you're willing to put the time in you're going to get there so the, the the goal was to identify processes and i put together about 52 of them that we put in 36 chapters, but every chapter says, here, do these things. These are the processes mm-hmm. uh, and things like, you know, honesty and, mm-hmm. and uh, gratitude and humility and communication and all those kinds of things. And, and, and as you work the program, you get to the point where you start to feel it come alive in you. And that's the neat part when it starts to come alive and you can feel it every day. The coming alive is not an external feeling no. it's an internal one and you know the big i paused on the word purpose because i think when we discover what our gift is and we know how to purposefully use it in to benefit others it is, that is a gift to ourselves we've stepped into purpose we've stepped into a calling an understanding of why we are here and what we are here to do but you don't you know some people are kind of born with that purpose it's there in them and they're driven by it all their lives. A lot of other people are in transition, especially in this last year. You know, they've maybe had to walk away from a life they've known, they're on pause, what's next? Well, this was the perfect time to go in and take those discoveries and go through that process and discover what your purpose is. And I think it's it's been that entire pause for everybody out there right now. And, and a lot of people are waking up to the fact I need to do something. But the big question is, but how? And that's the neat part, you know, they're all looking for what I'm going to do and go back to what you said before, the apps or whatever. We all look for what what we're going to do and how we're going to feel and think by looking for what's outside of us. Yeah. What something outside of us is going to do. The world doesn't only operate outside in. The majority of it is inside and then it creates outward. And I'm telling people, stop looking for the new normal. Stop waiting for someone to define that for you because even if they do, you're not gonna fit in it. No one does. 
No. Well, you know, create, let's take away the word normal out altogether, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> create your journey. Mm-hmm. That's normal for you. Create your journey. Decide how you want to be and then be willing to work on it every day. And it's not even work. Well, again, once you get into it yeah. and you start to see the benefits, it, you embrace that. That becomes the, 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 the driving force, that change, that feeling that you're, boy, things are getting good. I'm feeling more capable. People like to call it empowered, whatever. I feel that. I feel that every day I can go out and bring myself out to the external world and I can change that. It doesn't have to change me. You know, we always say we want the world to change and kind of the universe gave me a saying three years ago, uh, the universe is going to shake us up, to wake us up, for us to step up, change it up and grow up. And that grow up is a double entente. You know, it's like we've got rather petty as human beings. And the grow up is also kind of raise your vibration to love. Love is a wonderful frequency and you can't knowingly do any harm to anybody else when you're in that state of love. But that state of love is not just something, again, external. It has to come from within. That means you've got to learn to love yourself. You know, and that's what we were, were being taught. And that, that was the, one of the big questions. I said, oh, I hear this all the time. I've taught it myself. Mm-hmm. But what happened, people will say, okay, great, thank you. Now, how do I do that? Yeah. And that's where I say, that's what processes are all about. Mm-hmm. You need to create a world that allows you to like it and yourself in it. Yes. Your love will come then. Yeah. So it's, it, you're not going to go from confusion and conflict and not feeling good about yourself to somehow saying, I love myself and I feel good because there's no foundation under it. Right. And, and, and you will lose it quickly. But when you define yourself, when you work all these steps and you get to the point that you say, well, I like my world. I like what's out there. I understand there's negative. The world's going to challenge me. I understand all that. But I have control over what's inside me. Then you start to like you. When you like you, you can like what's around you because you have more influence over it. Now you're into the next step where you can start loving what you're doing. You love yourself and then you can love your environment and other people. It's very simple. It's a simple process, but it seems complicated because what, when, I, when I'm teaching people this, I'm saying we got to take that external factor and put it aside. We're not going to mm-hmm. cancel it, but we have to put it aside because if you're going to continue to focus your energy there, yeah. you're going to rob yourself of the energy you need to start right. going inside and getting things. And that's, that's a, a tall task. Yeah. You know, well, it's because it's all patterning and it's always hard to change all patterning. But, you know, you know, one of the things you said is you, you can't go, you know, oh, I'm going to get to fifth gear right up to love. As said, mm-hmm. you won't sustain that love. That love isn't that euphoric kumbaya. You know, it's not it's that not. kind of love we're talking about. It's actually more of a, a beautiful frequency, like a beacon going out steadily steadily and it expands steadily no peaks no lows and the we need to root ourselves well you know consider we're a tree if those roots aren't really deep and strong and connecting even with the other trees there we're not we're going to topple over very easily so you know our process is to make sure that that foundation is there that it doesn't matter how tall our tree grows or how many branches we have, we are flexible in the wind and we're not gonna crack and fall over. So the work you're doing is an investment deep, deep down into the very root and core of you. And you know, I tell people somewhere along the line, we have to feel as though we are worthy. We are worth the time it takes to do this work. And it's once you get into it and you start seeing the gains, it no longer becomes work. It is now a joy. You can't wait to get to it every day. But I think what happens with love is that we've been sold this thing that we they call love it's the uh, a function of the heart which is a muscle that pumps blood it it, it it somehow is in your brain and you go out and you connect with another person who completes you i think that we're, we're looking we're, we're missing where love comes from yeah. me for me love it comes from the spirit that's where love comes it's the mm. spiritual part of us and when we you know, we're denying all that, I, I just call it the heart, the hallmark way to love, you know, oh my God, all this emotion and, and those highs and lows you talk about are mm-hmm. what we are taught to experience with yes. love. If we don't get the highs, we don't have love. But I would call love is like a constant simmer. It's in the yeah. background all the time. It's a sort of program that runs your computer and it just keeps yeah. on going and yeah. everything comes there. Everything on the outside is going to go into there. 
And, yeah. and, and, and then and that's, that's what the processes do when you get good at them. Everything com that comes in can't control you because they go to your processes first and they're filtered, they're organized and, and, they're, and they're structured in a fashion that helps you move forward once you learn to understand them. But it's also, you know, going back to the tree analogy of you've, you've got your roots there, the, the trunk is nice and solid, you know, that means the branching out that you're doing is actually true and honest. It really is you. And it, you know, because it's had to come from the roots all the way up to those branches, the intent is honorable. And then what you are exuding out is what other people are receiving. And you can't skip the steps because each one of those steps is a building block in everything that you're doing. And people say, well, how long is it going to take? And I would say, well, however long it takes you to participate and absorb the process. And some people have got an awful lot of old programming to undo first. But if you don't put in the time, you don't get the results. Absolutely. And you know, I, I talk about life being a journey and I talk about us doing just what you said, because I get that question all the time. Well, a year, a year and a half, I said, are you gonna die in a year? Uh, what, what is the destination? Why do you have a destination? Because we do everything we do with destinations. Mm -hmm. When I get there, I'll feel better. You know, you'll feel better today if you make a commitment to work yeah. with this yeah. and, and, and don't back off of it. But it, see, the, the problem is, it's, for me, when I, see, when I work with people, it starts with honesty. Mm -hmm. You've got to say, all right, and I call it brutal honesty. You've got to go in there and say, okay, I don't like this about me and that's not good. And maybe I'm doing this thing. I lie or I manipulate or whatever I do, because you've got to get those things, that toxic stuff out of the way, yeah. or it will continue to eat up all the energy that you need to move forward. And that's where people start to say, I got to do all these things. Mm -hmm. I said, but yeah, but you're looking at them as work. Yeah. But I, I, my opinion is people who aren't working with these processes and don't get on a journey that's productive, they spend a lot more energy and negative energy yes. and feel worse than we who call this thing we're working feel. We've, we have something to look forward to inside ourselves every day and they don't. How about that, we don't call it work, we call it development. We do, we call it growth. Mm. That's what I keep calling it in the book. I keep yeah. saying that's your growth. And when you get to the point that you are really feeling good about personal growth, that becomes your creativity. It becomes your passion. Yes. And every day you get up and you say, well, I'm gonna do this today mm -hmm. and I'm gonna work on this. And you feel good because you know that you have the capability to do it and it does yield results. Small results, because that's what we want. If they're too big, we'll lose them. Yeah, again, again where, you know, where is, the branch that's holding it up in a right. uh, we're in the year of the ox the chinese year of the ox which is you know slow and steady and sturdy and you know like this is the perfect time to kind of really start rooting because this isn't a year where it's you know fire this and that and all extremes it is about you know um steady as you go <laughs> You know, you'll get this as steady as you go. And if we could get into that mindset right now, it's like, you know, I know a lot of people think, oh, I've got to make up for last year. I lost a whole year because of COVID. I've got to do something this year. You're doing something, but you don't have to do it, you know, at extreme rates, just steady as you go. I tell people that because I get that too. I've, I've got to make up and I say, wait a minute, did your life, did, did somehow, did it, was, was there no life in the past year? You've been doing things, yes. but you, you don't yet see them as moving forward and as growth because before you plant the tree, you've got to go clear the ground and pull yep. the rocks out and do all those things. So you've been doing that. You've gone introspective. Mm -hmm. You got uncomfortable. Before you start the growth process, you're going to get uncomfortable. That's okay. Yep. And I, again, teach people to understand that there is com there's a comfort zone in that uncomfortable part. Yeah. The mind will, will embrace that. It will, uh, it, it will change. Uh, you know, it, 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 it has, it possesses the ability to trans, uh, to transform itself, but we have to give it a chance and we've got to clear the rubbish out. Yeah. And that's what you did the last year. It slowed yeah. everyone down and we had to stay home. We couldn't do anything from outside anymore, which I thought was absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Because my people coming in after counseling are, are saying, you know, I learned this about me and this, and I thought I couldn't do that. I did it. Uh, I don't know that I, you know, but now it's going to open up. And I said, well, it's going to open up. Keep your pace slow. Yes. Go out. Yes. But go slow. Keep going slow because our brains were never meant 
to 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 experience huge cha- changes, whether they're good or bad. That's trauma, and, and that's yeah. what people don't understand. Mm-hmm. That our our bodies, our minds, our hearts, our souls were never meant for explosions for these mega changes. Mm-hmm. They're meant to go slow and and and. and transition into those things but not to explode into those well the thing is about there's always going to be an explosion around us and if we're steady and sure we can navigate through it if we're the same explosion you know where it's not going to get anybody anywhere um there's something you said that i know that i think is the hardest thing for people is to realize actually you've been lying to yourself you've been living an illusional life and immediately they think that's an attack on them no you've just been living by society's expectations of who you should be where you should be why you should be what you should be doing and you know throw that all away because you you've been living life robotically and you're unhappy and it's eating at you from the inside out. And you say, but you know, I'm successful. I'm making the six figures. I'm, you know, got the 2.2 kids. I've got this, I got that. Why am I unhappy? Because you're not living your truth. You're living an, an, an illusionment of some society's expectation. And that's a hard one for people to look at. And sometimes it kind of takes the cosmic two by four for the unit you know, to flatten them, for them to have to grow up from the ground up again. But if you can face that, that you've been lying to yourself. Don't beat yourself up about it. You've just fallen into that societal wave, but you can dictate your own wave now for your own Absolutely. process. You know, the first chapter in my book is called Taking Life Off Autopilot, I call it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's exactly what you just said. Uh, it, what's, what's trending is what the world is creating for you because the world, you know, is controlled by certain people who want oh, yeah. you to fit in a certain way. Little puppets. You know, it's, poli- it's politics. It's, <laughs> yes. it's big business. It's media. Yes. You know, those real, those entities really control things. And they and the more you fit into that, the more profitable it is for them. But it's not doing anything for you. And then you get down the road and you realize, I don't know where I am because I, I am. I'm a robot. I'm yeah. all, I, I'm life is on autopilot. I get up and I do the same things every day. I think the same way as everyone else. I don't dare express my opinion because it will be attacked. So I just, for me, it's much comfortable that, you know, I had to stop many years. I had to stop and say, okay, where am I? Yeah. Because I know I'm caught up in this too. I have to stop that, get honest with myself. And once I did that, there's that groundwork we're talking about. Now I'm planting that tree that's going to have that, you know, that, that trunk that's going to hold everything up that I want to do. And I'm comfortable there, but you got to take life off autopilot first. Which means throw away everything you've known and just allow yourself to be a blank slate. It, it's the easiest way. It's the, mm-hmm. it's the most, it's a scary way for people yeah. because they say, well, then who am I? I said, you really think that the only person that you are is what the outside world yes. gave you? There's been a human in there the whole time. <laughs> so when you throw that world out, you'll come back to the human. Yes. It'll have some rough spots and some things that don't feel complete, but isn't that great that, that's wonderful now you get to complete them your way right well this you know network is called self-discovery because i don't care who you are where you are or why you are we're all on a journey of self-discovery and as you said there is no destination you know what you discover about yourself this year and then you go and do x y and z because of it from that will then become another discovery and that's what it's about because that's how we're really designed we're designed as explorers of always discovering and creating and what is possible and if we could step into that kind of mindset without dictation just in that wonderment and allow then we can actually see how utterly awesome and creative we really are and how we've been suppressing ourselves for so long. You know, you talk about creativity. And again, another one of the processes I use, and people will nine out of 10 people will say, well, I'm not a creative person. And mm-hmm. I said, no, you cannot live without right. being a creative person. Yeah. You, you, your mind must create for you to move on. Uh, and, and I just tell them, stop trying to define this huge thing that's going to make you look wonderful in front of other people. Yeah. because Now you're creative in some mega way. Be creative in everything you do in your life. I don't care if you're taking the garbage out. Be creative. Sing, dance on your way out. I don't care what you do, but have fun and be creative in everything you do. That comes alive in you. And then you, and then, you know, and and although it's one of the later processes, it's interesting as you get even to the later ones, they go back and get the the initial ones and they, and they bring them forward again. Get creative, get passionate about that and, 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 and process it all with growth 
you get up every day and you say, gee, I can do these things. And not only can I do these things I think I could do, I can create new things to do that are all about me and, and, and the way I want to live life. Talk about being an individual who feels powerful. That's the way it works. You know, we say you do have to be selfish in your self-recovery, right? Now, a lot of people, oh, I don't want to be selfish. I don't want to be deemed that it's all about me, myself, and I. Well, it goes back to the oxygenate yourself. You, you know, you're, whatever you're giving out, if you're depleted, what are you giving? Right? So the more abundant and full and happy and joyous and purposeful you are, the more you are going to benefit other people around you. So you do initially have to be selfish in order to to be generous. And so it's, yeah. it's you know, it's kind of a rephrasing or a re-looking at the, the wording, isn't it? Yes. What you do, what I do, what I'm teaching people is, is to be defined inside. You want to go out and, and be able to deal with that outside world and deal with other people, love other people. Be defined. Those, those processes come in and they define who you are. So that regardless of what comes in from the outside, it comes to a defined person who is willing to take it in and then knows what to do with it. And that's what we saw with this virus. Those who were strong yeah. really weren't affected by this. That right. you know, I just kept on doing what I was doing. Okay, I didn't go out as much. I had to put a yep. mask on. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, some family functions changed, but my God, that it, it wasn't horrible uh, because we did what we normally do in our home and that's you know we, you create a strong person you create a strong home and then everything is it comes in it's filtered to that but you know yeah and i'd love to see some of the folks i haven't seen in a while and eventually yes, yes. I, I will but what i said is okay not seeing them i'm not putting my energy there i'm gonna i actually have more time to put my energy into me yes and i just said i'll take a year off from society and i'll i'll you know i'll, I'll make the world stronger inside i saw you know i saw it as a plus oh yeah absolutely you know my life hasn't changed too much other because i work online anyway i uh, get to meet people in fact i was busier you know with all the pivots and the changes that we needed to have and you know the the thing is we had a storm to weather and the stronger you are in the inside the more content you are to be still in in the storm uh, the people that are used to chasing life they've got caught up in the whirlwind not only of your, you know, your politics, but of the, the COVID and then the hysteria around it. And they're caught up in that well where we're not knowing how to get out because they haven't got any core strength to ground them. So it is essential that you get that kind of grounding core in there. Otherwise, it's very easy for you to get swept up in the latest hysteria. Well, you know, it, you're, it, as I say, the, the mind is going to create and it's going to define. It's really... The, the locus of effect, so to speak. Mm. It's where you've decided to, uh, to apply your energy. So if your energy is to grow, then you will put your energy there. You will look to, to self-define. But if everything is outside of you, then you're going to try to define it there. And that's going to resist right. definition because it has nothing to do with you. Right. And, and, and other people aren't going to let you define them. The world doesn't do that. That goes on its own pace. So you're wasting a lot of time. But, you know, and that's what happened. Uh, virus hits and people are saying, I can't define my outside world. No, because you can't go there. Right. Uh, but if you can define the inside world, it automatically defines the outside world. That's the other process they don't understand. If you're defined inside, if you are strong inside, everything else becomes defined. You don't need yes. to wait for the world to do it. And in fact, when it does it, you will sit back and say, let me think about that for a moment. I'm not so sure. There's a, the mind has an automatic... Uh, slow down process yes. when you when you when you get strong inside you know, filters those, filters out <laughs> it, it says oh wait wait a minute let me let me look at yeah. that let me think about yeah. that and that's normal it's what we should be doing but this quick fix let me jump on that looks good feels good i'm i'm going to have a great time with it it's got a very short uh, shelf life and uh it doesn't do anything to define it puts you in a position to, to be dependent on that outside mm -hmm. that's very uh that's a very difficult way to live life. Yeah. It's very fragile. I'm going to turn it back to the beginning again. Of like, I know a lot of people, um, okay, if I do this work myself, you know, what about my spouse? What about my family? What about my friends? You know, at that point, you have to go, no, only what about you? This is your journey. You're living it for you. And the extension of you in, in whatever your glory is will benefit others. If others walk away from you, 
It's just that they're on a different journey to you. Maybe on, they're on a different level to where you're at. Don't take it personally, right? You know, some people are going to leave and they're meant to be gone. Some people are maybe only going to leave temporarily until one day you catch up with each other. Um, don't expect someone to take the same journey with you because you're married to them, right? This is your journey and what will be will be, but you have to be yourself and as strong as you can be. So don't worry about the judgment or the call of anyone else around you. That's another one you have to shut off. And absolutely. And as you're strong inside, I, I, I really believe that the, the need to bring other people on board on what, with what you're doing kind of dissipates because yeah. there's no, the, the dependence goes down. You're not focusing on that outside world. They will see you as stronger, calmer, more enjoying your world. And they may look at that and maybe they may say, I don't want that. But right. more often than not, they'll look at that and say, Gee, you know, you look a lot happier. And what I'm finding with my book is that couples are actually taking it and reading a chapter at a time. And then they're applying it to their right. marriages and, and, and to their relationships. So when I hear that kind of thing, you know, that's the way it's supposed to be. And you're right. Toxic people are going to go or people who just aren't on the same page don't right. want to do what we're doing they will go. But if you stay with them and sacrifice who you are, you'll yeah. be miserable. In the and end. then you're going to make everybody else miserable around and then you. It, it, it just, right? it's Misery right. loves it company. Keeps on going. <laughs> yes. You know, and then, you know, you've got a huge sewage pit of misery there that nobody knows how to get out of. Right. Exactly. So don't get exactly. sucked in. Right. That's the important thing. A big word, which I think maybe is not something that we are so embraceive with, but we should be is gratitude. We are, as a society, kind of always looking at what we haven't got instead of looking what we do have. And, you know, at the beginning of COVID, I would say, are the bombs being dropped on your house? You know, are there uh, uh, Nazis at your door? You know, are people, uh, yes, there's starvation because there's no food. And there was a note to all of that. And there's them, you've been asked to stay at home, a luxury a luxury to stay in your own habitat, in your own sanctuary, having some time for you or your family. Look at the gifts. Stop looking at what you've given up. You know, I do a chapter in the book on gratitude. And I, I talk about two kinds of gratitude. I've been teaching this for years. One I call retroactive gratitude. It usually, you know, something happens, we're thankful for it. We want something, we get it. Oh my God, I feel great. That's not gratitude. You're thankful. The, the next concept I talk about is what I call proactive global gratitude. It's in us all the time. It, all, it, 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 it never turns off. It does not need grandiose things to feel good. It, it's, it's, it's grateful for the smallest of things, and it all, it's always operating. That's where I think we want to be. We want to be people who are grateful for every moment of our life, not just the things we get. In fact, it, for me, when I'm most grateful is when I can do something for someone else. Yes. That's where, and when you get to that point where you, 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 there's a selfish part of you, because you talked about being selfish, that's just to get yourself going and, and get healthy and grow. Mm. Then you get selfless again and you yes. start giving it back. Yeah. That's when you know you've arrived, when, you, when, you, when you're a giver, when, when you're in service of other people. Right. I'm a big one on that. And the thing is, when you're giving to someone that's benefiting, you're receiving. Always. It, you know, what, what, what was in it for me? That, that knowingness that you have made a difference in someone's life, however big, however small, but that you've done something to either bring a smile to someone or really help somebody out, that gratitude that they're in, and they don't have to say, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Just knowing you've made a difference is what you're receiving back. And it's a wonderful feeling. It's that self-definition to define myself as a person who gives and that in and of itself is enough for me versus I give and someone says thank you or gives back. Then the payback comes from what they gave me. Right. My, my spirit got nothing from that. That's a, right. That doesn't go to my spirit. That goes to my ego. Yeah. So uh, what, what comes to the spirit? Well, that is what I bring to it, what I create there. Those folks are not going to bring something to my spirit. Again, I, my spirit's going to filter everything out. It's not. It doesn't want external things. It doesn't want thank yous because the problem with that, I think, is that then we expect a thank you. 
And that and expectations are just horrible things in our lives. We don't yes. know how to simply go through every day and just be grateful and just live in our moments and maximize all the, all the good things that are there. We set up expectations and we wait for those things to come. And when they, when they don't, then we're disappointed. Then we feel that someone let us down and that should never happen. It's, it's actually, I mean, it's also the receiving of a compliment. You know, um, I know for me for a long time, it was like, at first I didn't trust it. And then mm -hmm. it's like, did I deserve it? And then it's, well, what do I do with it? How do I react to it? <laughs> you know, instead of just receiving. You know, this is somebody's gift to me. Thank you. Receiving. I will be gifting to somebody else. And that's the way it goes, right? And if we all do it, it's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Most certainly. Let's go to purpose. I'm a big one on meaningful purpose. You know, because, you know, I all think that we have a beautiful instrument to play in our lives. And when we play it, we find an orchestra in which to play it in. But that purpose it becomes our calling. You know, this is the reason I'm here. This is what I'm here to do. I love it. I'm committed to it. It brings me such joy and I love the reaction that, that it helps other people. But we don't always know what our purpose is. And you can't just go in, you know, in the beginning and go, well, what is my purpose? That will reveal itself on your journey. And when it does hit you, you will know because that commitment to it just suddenly really takes root, doesn't it? It does, you know, and uh, uh, sometimes that happens a little early in our lives. Now, some people are born into some yeah. things, you know, we're, we have a, we have a, a tool or a skill uh, that you know, the Lord blessed us with from the beginning. For me, it, it, it's, it's a listening. I, lo I love to listen to people. And that as I as I develop that, then it came in. Of course, as you listen, you learn. And as you learn, then you you help. And, it, and the reciprocity um, never stops. And as I've gone through life, I kept redefining and redefining. And the one thing I, that um, I think it, I feel good about with myself is that I haven't lost the gift of studenthood. Here I am 40 years counseling people. Uh, I'm the guy they come to, but I've always kept it humble because uh, that's another one of those processes right. to keep humility in your life. If you can keep humility in your life, that opens the door for wisdom and that opens the door to keep you learning and you just it, it just keeps on going the knowledge keeps on on increasing and you know what to do with it and but if you always turn it into service of someone else again more comes back and that the process never stops you're back and forth with with giving and learning uh, and receiving all the time yeah so perpetual motion which is beautiful mm -hmm. um i'm a very spiritual person of no particular dim dominion um i i call it the knowingness I'll know what I need to know when I need to know it. And for me, it is the divine speaks to my soul in truth. It gives it to my heart and purpose. My spirit goes into action and my mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it. And I have been a counselor since I was a child, just knowing what somebody needed to know at that time. Did I understand it? No, <laughs> I had no idea what I was really telling them. It was just that wisdom came through me through my open heart and it didn't come from my mind because my mind was too young to understand it. But that is also another beautiful gift that you can step into. That's the alignment with your spirit, with your God. And when that is your, that is your wisdom, here is knowledge. The noggin is knowledge. And we're very often, if we get caught up in a head, we'd have no idea what to do with this knowledge. It's just perpetual. But when you allow the, the divine of the heart and the soul's intellect to come to the equation, you feel the knowledge, you know which knowledge is relevant at the time, and you're not chasing things around like a hamster on a wheel. And it's just that sense of, I just know. It's the truth, it's the divine truth. And, and that's what I tell people, you, you work these processes long enough you get to you think you get powerful that's the first downfall mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're going to have the knowledge and it's going to betray you because your your head's going to work with it oh yeah and if you if your, your humility takes over you come back and you have all that knowledge and you say okay let me keep learning let me be humble about it again it opens the door to wisdom yes. and that's when you can start balancing things out because i keep telling people we're physical intellectual emotional and spiritual beings yes. we're not getting away from that no and, and the and the pinnacle is when you get to the point that faith is in the is in the picture and you understand how to how to let something that is under what you think is undefined come into you and and you're strong enough at that point to say 
let me filter something. Let me look at what I'm going to look at here. And uh, it changes everything yeah. because the mind is open. The heart is open. The soul is open to something that is defined as undefined, therefore limitless. Yes. And, and our, our brains are able to embrace that concept. And I get a little concerned with the uh, real it feel the folks that feel they're, in, they're so intelligent that they don't need the spirit. Mm -hmm. that, then you, you've taken one wheel off the cart, right. in, in my mind. Yes, what, what, but that, that's what I'm saying is you're in knowledge, you're not in wisdom. Because, right. you know, the heart and the soul cannot lie to us. And, you know, the, mm -hmm. the soul cannot speak for a closed heart. So that open heart already is filtering out. Because when you do things from a heart con uh, you know, intent, and that's where the wisdom comes in of how to use the knowledge. If you're just stuck in knowledge and you've literally severed your head from the rest of your senses, right? You're, you're just never going to get the answers you want because you're not feeling them. You're not feeling the heart. You're not opening up the channels to your, to your spirit. And you just that wisdom is, has nowhere to go because you've shut everything off. You know, I've heard, and I'm sure you have, I've heard this, this saying for decades, knowledge is power. And I look at that and I laugh. Mm. Knowledge is the accumulation of facts. Yes. The understanding of what to do with knowledge and its proper application creates power. Yeah. And what you just said is how we get there. Yeah. If we can't do that, if we can't bring it in to an open heart, into a, a humble mind that says, yeah. let me listen let me let me incorporate all these things and, and come from this place and that place and maybe i didn't listen to before if we can't do that then all we have are the accumulation of facts and then we're trying to apply fragmented pieces yeah. of information to somehow create a greater whole it will never occur no and you know let's look at the word power it's got a bad rap right now because we're, we're looking at the people, quote, in power and how much they've abused it. And, you know, a lot of people that step into power become abusive with it. And so there's people don't like really look, I don't want to be that kind of powerful. But, you know, you look at, at empowering yourself. The empowering is, is fortifying yourself where you can empower others. It's not about, you know, Superman or Superwoman. It's about the you have to understand power is a responsibility and you've got to be extremely responsible with it and how you use it because it is such a easy pivot into abusing it often i tell people power is weakness uh mm. because if it gets away from you it yeah. will eventually betray you you know the old uh films we'd see when you have the martial art people from the east and they would learn how to do all these yes. uh, physical moves but then they would say you know their sensei would say now is the wisdom and the humility to never use that yes power. and if you understand that concept to have power and never be willing to use it it is an absolute last resort mm -hmm. then you're, you're, you're what they were doing is they were creating the balance in people yeah. some people called it nirvana i like to call it balance and it's just taking the, all the attributes inside you and allow them the luxury of working together. Yes. And if you yes. do that, if you really to do that, life changes because if something comes in and it wants to go to your ego, well, then your humility comes and says, no, no, that's not a good idea. Or something says, well, that's a good idea and it feels powerful. I can go out and do that. And no, maybe not. Let's take a step back. And, and then your heart might, you know, your, 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 your soul might say, well, that's going to affect other people. And, uh, you know, let's present this in a warmer fashion, more loving. So we get to do all, we have, we have all these options about yes. the way we're going to conduct our lives that we didn't have before. And power takes all those options away because there's one way it's straightforward. Then you pick up the pieces later yeah. and people are comfortable doing that. Right. Uh, talking about comfortable, I have a cat nagging to come in. Hold on. <laughs> And she'll be sitting out there meowing away until <laughs> she's let in. Hello. Um, I think what people don't actually understand is how empowering simply to love is. If you want to talk about power, love is power. If it's done not in the I own you power, love, I control you, but in that honest, honesty of giving of self with love, with, with purpose, 
I think that is the most empowering thing you could ever have in your life. And it is also that most exquisite alignment with whatever your faith is, uh, but also the wonderful connection to the roots here on the earth. So, you know, it's not the kumbaya, it's the strength of love, isn't it? It is. In my program, what I call pure love, which is what you're talking about, is, is the final achievement of the program and the reason it is so powerful is because we've had to work all the other processes to get there so we've gotten strong we're not distracted we're not love is not power over someone else or dependence on someone else or completion from someone else it is the byproduct of all of these things coming together and it it, it simply exists it, again it comes from the, from the spiritual part of us the spiritual part cannot under any circumstances benefit from anything worldly. No. So the love that we, that's why I call it pure love. It's spiritual mm. love really yes. is what it is. And so when we, when we love in all these other fashions, there's expectations and there's need and there's dependence and there's payback. And there's all these things that, that we throw into it that, this, that the soul of a person that has no, no, no need for. So love on that level is wonderful. And when you find someone you will then say, well, are they loving in the same way? If they are, you may take them aboard. If they're not, yeah. you may say, well, this is nice and I, I love you, but not the way, uh, you're not going to come in close on that because you don't do it the way I do it and I'm not going to contaminate what, I, what I've built. So pure love is, again, from the soul, but it, it is powerful because it's, been, it's fortified by every other process yeah. and that's what creates it. It has the foundation, it has the strength, it has the ability to grow, it has yeah. the ability to branch out, to weather the storms. You know, it is, it is that core, that life force, that blood, that oxygen that runs through everything, that source of energy. Everything is energy, isn't it? Absolutely it is. everything. And yeah. what we feed is what's going to grow. You know, and I, I, again, another part of the that I uh, talk about in the book is energy management. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we talk about time management so much and that's great, we need that. Uh, but energy management is just what you said. Wherever we put energy, that's, what, that's what's gonna grow. Yeah. And uh, you, can, you can feed the worldly part of you and then that's what will be growing out there, but you have no control over it. Right. If you're willing to take that energy and bring it to yourself, and I mean, I say to myself, you know, we're selfish in crazy ways. I want to buy that thing and I want to have that and, and give me that. But we're not selfish to say, let me push all that out and let me grow. I mean, let yeah. me nurture this part of me. Because when I get to the point that I'm growing through this, I, everything's going to be in balance. And then I'm not going to need all those things I thought right. I needed. You know, you notice I use the analogy of trees a lot, but you know, you look at a forest and how strong it is. And in that forest, multiple different types of trees, multiple different um, lengths of growth, young, old, broken down, what grows out of it. And every single one of those trees, it's their own individual growth that makes up the forest, but it's supported by the core roots, right? So the core roots, not only to the earth, but also to the vibration, to the energy, uh, uh, the matrix of each other. And so those trees are going to grow as abundant as what's surrounding. We're asking people to invest in this soul journey, which is S-O-L-E and S-O-U-L. This is a journey that you have got to impart for you. But to understand being around the right energy, the right people, around you is just going to help you grow exponentially absolutely all the distractions again they just suck up the energy they take yeah. it it's like a lightning rod it just takes the energy out of you and and we're and, and, you know i i i'd never consider myself a selfish person but a self-full as a person yeah that i know that i have to keep this person in order or I can't do anything else. Other people will tear me down. Yeah. Uh, they'll distract me. They'll bring my energy over there. Or yeah. I will. I will choose to invest it in something that really has no meaning. You know. Uh, so uh, you're right. You know, you're going to keep those roots uh, nourished. They're going to supply everything that the tree needs. Yeah. You know, the branches are what are, are are your creation. That's what you everyone sees and what you see and what you get to feel good about. Uh, that, that's really what we do all this for. But you're right, right that foundation. I know my last chapter of the book is called Good Housekeeping. And, mm. and, 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 and I say, great, you've made all these changes, but the world's coming back in. Right. It doesn't matter. 
And, yes. uh, the, 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 well, I call them, uh, you know, the people that, that um, envy are, and are going to come in. They're, they're, the boundary thieves, they're coming in. Yes. All these people are going to come in. So you're going to consistently be cleaning out. Yeah. But you've done it once. You can do it over and over again. It's not that difficult. It's just identifying it, knowing it's there and saying, no, thank you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move that out. It, it's, it, it's a process that never stops. But you and do get to a level, though, where you're on such a vibration that most of those people aren't even going to come knocking. They know better. There's a yeah, bunch of, it's about, just, you know, it's you're repelling them. <laughs> boundary setting and boundary yeah. defense. And once yeah. they realize that, you know what, if I knock, they're not answering, or they're going to say, please leave, why, I'll, I'll go bother someone else. The yeah. bully always goes to the person he gets the reaction from. Yes, exactly. I mean, that, that's such a piece of advice my mom used to give to me, you know, because I was bullied a lot uh, at school, and she would say, just listen to them blank face on your look and when they finish turning around and saying sorry were you talking to me I, I didn't hear you I wasn't feeding them it didn't matter what was going on inside of me That's but right. I wasn't feeding them you know you go walk walk away and lick your wounds but um that's what media does so well it loves to feed fear and hysteria you know that's what politics is all about that manipulation through fear and control uh somewhere along the line you've got to decide to be i'm not going to be part of the matrix i'm going to take is it the red pill or the blue pill you know exactly you know and and be that individual and make my own choices choose to live positively on my own terms with my own core and my own meaningful purpose and then you realize this how much more you have to give to the world and how much more the world is giving back to you and that's exactly the way it works um so every day I, you, you, for me I, I i get up every day and I, I i know basically what my plan is but i get up and i start my day with positive energy i don't say Oh, wow. I like to go back to bed. No, I let's go. What's next? You know, I, I kind of hit the ground with my feet going. And uh, and then it, it's every every second of the day. I just continue to embrace whatever comes. No expectations. And, and then everything looks like a gift. Yes. All the little things look like a gift. I'm I'm happy when I got in the car and drove to the office. I'm happy I'm here. You know, I'm, I'm I can't wait till I see my first person. Uh, it's those types of things. And, you know, and that's just if you can do that, it changes the way life, the way life moves. It's being engaged with your own life. I mean, we've been so taught that all our happiness is on the outside and you have to buy it. Consumerism, that's the only way it's going to make you happy. That, you know, we've, we haven't, you know, been taught or encouraged that the happiness lies inside and being engaged with yourself. No, it's not narcissistic. You know, narcissistic is is somebody who wants everything for themselves and anybody else's expense. It's completely opposite to that. It's being enriched and abundant yourself so your cup can run off over. I, and hey. it's a beautiful place to be, but you have, you know, a the people that I interview in here that would say 95% of the people have gone through something in life that's really been horrific or extremely difficult, a massive change. And they've discovered their strength, their courage, their abilities, their purpose. And now, despite what they've gone through, and for some people, I won't blame them if they cashed out because it really was that bad. They are now in service of other people as an inspiration that begets an invitation. So it doesn't matter where you're at right now. I promise you, you can get through it and become the person you were meant to be that will inspire others. And, and, and you know, every many other people have done it. Yeah. So, you know, yes. And the thing, the thing I tell people is, look how hard you've worked to become this worldly person. Mm -hmm. And you've achieved it. If you work that hard, you know, your mind, just like it embraced that, will embrace this yes. if you get away from quick payoff. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. Get away from all that stuff. And you're going to find a world that's open and, and, and waiting for you. And you're right. We, anyone can do it. It's yeah. there. We all did it. We all had our moment or, or yes. two that we, we said, wow, the world is crashing down. But, you know, through that, we mm -hmm. built ourselves back up and we know we can do that. Yes. That's what we want. We, um, we underestimate ourselves as a human race. Mm -hmm. we're, we're flawsome. We really are. You know, it's, it's, everybody's looking for that perfection. You will never find it. You will always let yourself down. 
and let others down because of it because it's in our imperfection just like a floor in a diamond that makes us beautiful and so it's not about going through the process to become perfect or i'm the best at it it's about being the best of yourself honestly authentically truthfully divinely that connection where you literally are glowing from the inside out you, you know you talk about uh, analogies and uh, one that i've used a lot is you know uh, you can turn on the television or whatever and you see the, the pretty people the models that are all yes. done up and you see no uh, uh, lines on their faces and that's supposed to be perfect and we all want that and i say no those lines are life's definition yes and that's what we're looking for to define ourselves not to remove definition right and you know I, and I, we're priming ourselves to be you know i don't know 30 40 years down the road to be those people all who are all dressed in white and we're all you know we take the pill in the morning and and and, 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 and you know and the guy with the big eye is watching us yes. you know because we're allowing everything from the outside to come in some of us have to finally say enough, enough. You know, th that's not necessary we don't need to be bland we don't need to be like everyone else we we were born to be one image one perfect image in here there's no one else in the world like me no you no. And, and 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 our gift back is to is to define that speciality that that special part of us and go unleash it on the world with all the love we can that's the final goal and that's why this selfish part isn't selfish because no. it's its agenda its final move is to turn it back with love to the rest of the world that's why it can't be selfish no no and you know as you said you don't go from you know disillusionment and insecurity and self-doubt and confusion into love it is something you work your way up to but you can still have a love of life oh i love doing this um you know i love this the more that you kind of participate even on those other levels of love you know you love a certain dish at a certain restaurant you're going to eat that with gratitude you're going to eat that with respect for the hands that have made it and how it makes you feel. Take each one of those ingredients of love and kind of just start packing it in your larder, right? Because that will, you know, gosh, I, I like that feeling. I like the way it makes me feel that way. I am going to navigate myself down that path, right? So it is a step-by-step, -step, isn't it? Sometimes there'll be a leap, but sometimes it's a toe-by-toe. It all depends. And that's okay. Yes. Th that's, that's the way it is. You know, you and I, prepared for this interview, mm -hmm. there were probably 30 or 40 little processes that had to, that we had to do in order to make all this happen. From right. the time we, we made initial contact to everything we've done to get this to the point where it will, be, it will be final. If you break those down and look at every one of them and you can be grateful for every little piece, yeah, you'd be surprised at how much you were given to get to this point. And all we most of us think about is, okay, this email and that one came, we're doing it this time, get Zoom up, okay, here we are and we're done. But there was a tremendous amount of, of things that went into that. All of those were little processes. When you learn to accept all the little ones, to appreciate them, feel humble, feel grateful for those things, life is completely different. You know, I've been doing this uh, nine years now um, and, you know, when I was first asked to be on a podcast network with someone else, it was like, what's a podcast, you mm -hmm. know? And the first show was live and I pressed all the wrong buttons. And it's like, do you want to continue with this? Yes, I'm going to continue. And then, you know, a year later, I started my own. So in June, it's eight years with my own network. Uh, we have 2,700 shows here collectively. And, it, you know, it's through the process I've refined. And as you said, all the preparation and going to do the show, if you have the foundation there, the structure there, you now can let it go with the flow. You don't start doing things by numbers, right? It is about everything is secure. I can put the sails up and let the wind take us because I know the ship is secure. Right. And that's a wonderful way to live life. Yeah. Because there's, you know, to be a secure person and know that I've created this and it can go. But in the meantime, I won't just sit back and relax and let it go. I'm still going to guide it. I'm still yes. because getting to that point opens up all new doors. Yes. And so you always have all these options. And that's what I tell people. It life is about creating options. Yes. And and if you continue to do that and doing this type of a program does that, it opens up the world to you. And you think you know your focus on this little myopic world you had 
was so good. When you get to the point that we're at now, this world looks huge and I can take that and that one's yeah. open to me and that one's yeah. open to me and I know what to do with it. Yes, that's the other that's part. The point. I won't let it just come in and hurt me. I'll bring it in and I'll know what to do with it and I'll make it feel good and maybe I'll help someone else with uh, because I now have that new thing in my life. It's a wonderful yeah. Yeah, and I realize I do more for others when I'm doing more for myself. And it's okay for me to say no, not today. Uh, and to do it on a day where my energy is more receptive to go out, because sometimes you just need to take that day for your own energy. This is you re recharging your generator. And I've learned to say no a lot more often than I ever used because I was a people pleaser, you know, doing everything for other people because I felt that was expected of me. And now, no, I do it because I care, because I want to, because I love to. And, and But I do it based on my structure, on my foundation. And that allows me to explore even more, to, to reach into the veil of unpos you know, possibilities and see what else is out there. Um, we've forgotten how to be explorers. And if we could live in life with just a little bit of wonderment, you know, that excitement of what is today going to bring? And it can start off blur and then something wonderful happens, you know, take away expectation, right? And be willing to create those moments. Yes. Because the other part is we wait for them to come. Yeah. It's not like we're the, this little particle in the whole universe, all of it's going to come to me. I, I'm right. going to create some things. And you're right. You take a little time for yourself. I weave an hour or so into every day. That's mine. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I mean, out of 23 hours, 24 hours, one of them I take because I know I recharge there. Yeah. It's my time or I'm alone doing what I want to do. And then the rest of them, they can have me the rest of the time. And, and that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to give. But then you have to take, you're right, you got to recharge. It's like your cell phone. You can, it can mm -hmm. serve you all day long. And you can, but at the, at the end of the day, you've got to plug it in. Yes. That's the way it works. Yeah. And, you know, the, the old adage, more is less, or less is more. Less is more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, um, we realize that we need far less than we thought we did. We realize that we're happy with far less than we thought we did. And we realize we can do so much more with less. So, you know, that, but you don't just get to that frame of mind until you are willing to live the process, live the journey. And all these wonderful little epiphanies come up as they go and you get little aha moments or, ah, you know, that beautiful deep breath. Uh, I, I, you know, because most of the time people are like this, clenched, right? And it, ah, just loosen up, take that breath and like, oh, that feels great. Aren't the flowers beautiful? Isn't the sky lovely? You know, we start seeing the beauty around us. Yeah, you actually took time to notice it. You yes. saw it. Yes. You can't see it when you're all clenched up and in a rush and rushing to a destination. No. You know, it is take that deep breath. You can tr travel some of the back roads, not always the highway, and just enjoy the journey. Enjoy the process. Absolutely. And by having a structure that allows, because we've got to realize, so, you know, it doesn't matter what we believe in, you know, God, universe, spirit, energy, it's, we are all beautiful spiritual beings with a divine connection in a human body. And that human body needs that structure. It needs that base, that, um, that foundation in which to to build from and to know what to do at this level and what to do at that level and when you do invest in that you really realize that this ship is sturdy and i can sail anywhere absolutely anywhere but you've got to be willing to put the time in and your book is giving people that process and they can take their time in doing it right it's up to them but just be willing to be engaged in it yeah, you know, I wrote it so that it's a, it, 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 it's, it gives you a pat on the back constantly, but it's matter of fact to do these things and you are going to get to the point that all the things we've talked about today are there. They're not out of your reach. You're going to have a lot of fun, which again is what I tell people, please don't make this a chore. Please don't think you're going to go in there and find all these horrible things about yourself. Because when you get honest and when you unearth all these things, what you're going to find is the beauty not yes. the horror right what you're living is the horror yes 
but, but your mind thinks it's normal. Take your time, work all the steps, you know, uh, make this a labor of love, enjoy your life every day, and you get to create the person you want to be. How much better can life get? Yeah. And you've got, you know, fix yourself handbook. It's not fix yourself because you're broken. No. You're living in a broken society. Correct. So you are discovering the wholeness of you within this broken society. And you're basically telling your society around you that I'm not going to accept your, mm -hmm. your staticness. So, you know, fix yourself. But I'm not broken. We're, we're all living in a broken society. We're all living by these broken that just simply dysfunctional totally dysfunctional lifestyles because we've been conditioned that we need to do so inside of you is a beautiful divine human being that is a pot of gold ready to pour out and when you do that you fix what's around you because you have allowed yourself to come out so but we need the process i, I get it all the time yes i hear you sir but the how how and the how is one foot in front of the other with a sturdy profess. You're not giving people um, the play-by-play -play of what they do with life. You're giving people the skills and tools to put in their backpack while they walk life. That's right. And that's what I, again, I've always heard. Okay, but how? Yeah. And, you know, I thought, well, this is what I do in counseling. We talk yes. about how, but why aren't books written that way? Mm -hmm. So I'm just, I decided to make this look like a counseling uh, experience. Here, here are all the things you have to do at the end of every single chapter. I say, do this. If you do this and you stick with it, because, you know, you're changing the way your brain works. Mm -hmm. And the brain, you know, learning is commitment over time. That's really all it is. Yes. It, that's all it is. If you commit to the same thing over and over again, your brain adapts to it. You change and, the pattern. Yes, the proof of that is you became dysfunctional because you kept doing all that. So your brain learned yeah. to do that. So yeah. you already proved that you can do it. Now you're just going to switch it over to positive energy and, and train your brain and give it commitment over time. And all these things will happen. Yeah. And here are all the steps to do that. So if you want to do that, you want to make this the way you want you, you live your life. It's there. If you want to continue to go for quick fixes, enjoy, but to, you know, it never stops. Somewhere along the line, that cosmic two by four is going to come along and flatten you and go, okay, have you exactly. got the message yet? You know, you want to avoid that if you can, you know, exactly. <laughs> This has been wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing. You know, um, it's all about every single one of us uh, are just a beautiful gift to the planet. And it's all a question of when do we allow ourselves to be? When do we allow the investment in ourselves? You know, financially, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and that the answer lies within us. You want peace out in the world? Be the peace in yourself. Exactly. You will bring the peace out there. You want abundance, be the abundance, because now your cup will run over. You want love in the world, be the love. And in that exusion of love, you will light other people up. We have been the problem. Now let us be the solution unto ourselves, because now we will be a solution unto society. Absolutely. How do people get the book? Uh, two ways. You, I mean, you can go to the usual Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble, those folks. Um, there is also my website, fosterregero.com. I dedicated that solely to the book. So they'll find chapter outlines, uh, excerpts from the book, uh, be able to look at that and say, is this for me? Um, you know, I, I really just get a good fix on that. Fosterregero.com. You can buy the book from there that the links are on the, on the, on the page also. Would you please spell that for people who are listening? Yes, my, my first name is Faust, F-A-U-S-T, last name Ruggiero, R-U-G-G-I-E-R-O.com, all Faust, Ruggiero, lowercase, all one word. Wonderful. You know, you may actually know somebody who's in that transition, you know, and, and it's like, well, how can I help them? You know, instead of some other senseless gift, give them something and say, look, this has helped me, you know, take a read. Um, at your own time because all you can do is invite you can't force that's right right you can be the inspiration that begets the invitation but you cannot force people you can entice them by you know the waters are wonderful come on in but there is no them jumping in and immersing themselves and ha ah, i'm here it, they've got to understand it's a journey that they really need to participate in dedicate themselves to if they really want to see that positive outcome Absolutely. And if, the, if people are willing to make a loving commitment to themselves, that will happen. Yeah. Yes, it will. And you know what? We need you to. 
because this dysfunction in society needs to change and it's going to only change by your signature, by yourself, true self coming out and showing society functions so much better on this level than it does on that. And so be a part of the change that we need, the, the growing up in your vibration, because we are the solution that we're seeking. So thanks so much for writing the book and coming and sharing today. It has been my pleasure. Until next time, folks, remember, you are the answer unto yourself. Do not be afraid to take the journey. Yeah, sometimes it can feel like a roller coaster, but, you know, then you get out there and you go, wee, this is fun. I'm loving it. So don't be afraid. Just participate. Until next time. Bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. You will hear many, many shows here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. We have new shows for you out every week. Just find them on our podcast or, or what's new. If you feel that you have something to share that makes a difference in the lives of others, or you too feel that you could be a host, please contact me at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com and we will be glad to speak with you. Have a wonderful day.